Hello there, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to another episode of Cookie Cast. Today, Cookie Cast is the darkest timeline. This week, going to the dentist, climbing disasters, Christmas shopping, and school fair. Child labour? Question mark. There's games, there's movies, there's TV. It's all there this week. Uh, before we start, please do consider like, share, subscribe, and comment. Leave a review where you can leave a review. And the big one there, share the podcast around. Right, let's get started. Here we go. This is Cookie Cast, The Darkest Timeline. Hello. How are we doing today? Um... I am not doing so good today. Um, One of those days where I was a bit like, oh, you know, today's fine, you know. Um, And then, then it wasn't. So, trying to, uh, yeah, just trying to, I don't know what you call it, trying to, Keep keep going, keep on keeping on, etc. Um, also, looked at my list earlier today, trying to get prepared for the uh, for the evening's podcast. And um, first item on the list, I was like, was that only in the last week? It feels like a million years ago. Um, and it was it was even less than a week ago. So. Um, I went to the dentist less than a week ago. Um, so I went. What I thought was for um, a broken tooth fixing and a filling. Um, not a big fan of the second part to that, uh, but it is what it is. And in the last couple of weeks, um, a little while ago, a couple of years ago or something, I had a tooth removed, um, and they covered the back of the next tooth for whatever reason. Um, That just fell out one day. So I was like, oh, I need to mention that as well. I go to the dentist, I walk in... um, didn't have to wait too long, which was nice. Go into the dentist room, and the uh, dentist is like, okay, so today we're doing a fill-in. Um, did I mention the last time you were that uh, it might be a root canal? No, 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 you didn't. No, that's something that, you know, probably not a conversation for now. I'm like, are you kidding me? Oh, it's just, um, yeah, the, the damage is quite bad. It's quite deep. So we'll have to see once we get started. I'm like, cool. I was like, what about the broken one? Are you fixing that today? Oh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll see. I was like, also, um, there's a thing, fell out. Um, 
just I think it's just to protect the other tooth. Okay, we'll have a look. Have a look. Okay, yeah, yeah, we can sort that out, no problem, blah blah blah. Um, right, let's get this filling done. Um not gonna lie. Um, as a younger person, uh, I used to love going to the dentist. As a as an older person, uh, I do not because going to the dentist nowadays is just problem on top of problem on top of problem. Um, as I've talked about previously, I'm quite precious on my teeth, um, and I do consider that I look after them quite well. Um, however, they are just they are just a problem. Um, I think it's been one of those things that there was sort of a, a one sort of catalyst that has basically just had a knock-on effect for years, 20 years or something. Um, so, dentist gets his, his in injection going. Uh, that worked pretty quick. He's like, right, should we get started? Then I was like, yeah, go go for it. And he was just drilling and drilling and drilling and drilling and using different drills and using different speeds and all of that fun stuff. And the longer this went on, the more I'm like, this is absolutely going to be a root canal. This, is, this has got root canal written all over it, which I knew nothing about until this point in time. So, carries on, carries on, carries on. Oh, I'm going to have to do this. Oh, I'm going to have to do that. Oh, I'm going to put this in. Oh, I'm going to do that. Leaves me hanging for all this time and then goes, I think we've got away with it. All right, okay, that's good then. So I'm going to do the filling. All right, okay. Um, so does the filling. And then he's like, right, let's look at this other thing. He's looking at it, he's like, okay, so um, this thing that you've had done is to cover up some damage that was done during the previous extraction. I was like, oh, that would have been good to know at the time, I feel. Um, yeah, it looks fine, we'll just cover it. Essentially, they'll do like a, a mini filling, which is what he did. That was that. Um, so I'm like, okay, in my head, I'm like, uh, so when do we get to the broken one? Because kind of feeling of all three issues, the broken one's got to be up there. Got to be up near the top, surely. Um, is that right? I'm going to do a scale and polish, which I despise um i don't know if it was because i was numbed up somewhat or for what re whatever reason um, but not as bad as i've had previously in fact one of the best i've had than compared to previous ones um and that was that he's like have you got another appointment booked in for the other work to be done like no Mostly because I thought it was all getting done today. And uh, no point did you tell me I needed to book another appointment. So... Oh yeah, if you just let them know at the desk. 
He was like, now then, because of the work you've had done today, you may experience a lot of pain. I was like, here we go. And, oh, you know, you might still need a root canal doing. We'll see. And if you're struggling, you probably need to take some painkillers. And I'm thinking, hmm, well, that's something I don't do. And, oh, you know, if it, if it lasts more than a few days, you have to let us know and you have to come back and all this. And touch wood, I've had no issues whatsoever. Um, so I'm like... Okay, it was only later when I felt the filling that I'd done, and I was like, why does it feel like you've filled a tooth and a half? Because that's not, that's not a tooth, is it? That's a tooth and a half. And I am, I am currently with an NHS dentist. Um... But I feel lucky in the sense that I am with any dentist. Because I know a lot of people who just don't have a dentist. And I'm like, that must be awful. Um, I am, like I say, with an NHS dentist. And if I speak, if I speak honestly and truthfully and openly... I honestly think that is the reason my teeth are th as bad as they are. I can track a multitude of issues that I've had back to previous work just not being done properly. And that, that has then resulted in broken teeth, um, things falling out. Um, there was a whole, like temporary filling saga at one point that I was just completely baffled by um, I honestly begin to wonder if they just make it up on the spot because we don't know do we and there is an element that I'm like there's got to be some sort of money driven aspect um, although weirdly I got charged less than I thought I was going to be so there's that side of it I just I honestly don't understand how they charge for these things I know like on the NHS there's supposed to be like a charging structure I've never seen it I've never understood it and I've never paid it so I'm again not complaining but bizarre system uh, they offered me another appointment this week and like some kind of weird momentary brain lapse. I turned it down and they were like, oh, would you prefer after Christmas at this point? I was like, yeah. And then I walked away and went, why have I done that? I should have got it sorted as soon as possible. Phoned them the next day. I was like, actually, uh, I will take the one next week. Don't know why I didn't take it at the time. They're like, yeah, that's gone now. Okay. Um, that was Tuesday, Wednesday, Wednesday morning. I get up and I'm like, eh, you know, quarter, quarter six, Wednesday morning. You know what time it is. It's it's quarter six. 
Time to go climbing, is, the, is what I'm alluding to. Quarter six. Need to be there for half past. So, get up, get sorted, get ready, get get out the door, get, get to the place. I go in, and I'm like, okay, job one. Job number one is this. There's a, a route that I didn't get done on Saturday that I really wanted to try. Um, so I'm doing that first. Uh, and it was on a corner. So I got myself sorted, I got myself ready, and away I went. And I shot over there straight off. I was like, right, got to get this done. Chalk it off, move on. I go up, I get so far up, and I went, hmm. So at this point, I realise I've never climbed a corner before. Not a, not a corner like this. And I started to get a very distinct um, PE lesson feeling. Uh, I tried to explain to somebody, but I don't think they understood what I mean. What I meant in the nineties, I imagine before and after. Um, we had these things, it was like a wooden frame that that you could fold away against a wall, but you'd pull it out, it was like on a wheel, and you'd wheel it out. And it was essentially like, almost like a portable climbing frame. One side was attached to the wall, so not overly portable, but you'd wheel it out, and you'd get like, I don't know, like six of these in a row, and you could climb up to the top, throw your leg over the top, climb down the other side, which was fine and great and groovy. Problem was, they were made of wood, and the higher you went, the more flimsy they became. So by the time you get in your leg over the top of the frame, it's wobbling like crazy, and if you're ever so slightly nervous of that fact, it's going to be a bad time. <coughs> <coughs> I get a couple of holes away from the end of this route and get that feeling. The feeling of being at the very top. I realised there was a lot less surface area because it was on a corner. And all of a sudden I go, oh, I can't do this. I need, I need to come down. And that was the moment that I went, I can't get down. And I went into full blown panic mode it was like i'd regressed to being that age and was stuck at the top of one of those frames and i went oh no i i was almost gonna say i can't i can't get down i'm stuck i need help sort of situation then realized then there's literally nobody here that's going to be able to help me what's ed gonna do climb up and help me down I made a, a bit more of an attempt to try and get down, and I couldn't. So I was like, "Okay, what's the next? What's the next step here? What's the next move? What's the next plan? The next plan is I am gonna have to drop off this wall and land. Now, not my favourite, and I avoid it at all costs. So." Not the best plan. Also, being on a corner, I was like, if I drop now, 
I am basically going to cheese grate of myself all the way down this wall. I'm going to hit every hold. I'm going to scratch myself up. I might end up knocking myself out. I'm going to stones myself. There is a multitude of things that's going to happen right now. Now, luckily for me, that spurred me on to have one more try, one more attempt at getting down. And I managed to find a way to get down, or at least far enough so that I could drop. <sighs> However, that has apparently had a really adverse effect where what what that whole situation took away took with it was all of my confidence where climbing's concerned um i don't remember this is one of those things i don't remember how i got on for the rest of the time that i was there i think I ended up spending a lot of time looking at like the next level up, but not really doing much. And then the time just kind of flew by and it was time to go. Uh, jump forward to Thursday, Thursday morning, quarter six. I get up, I get out of bed, get self sorted, get in the car, go to climbing, get there, go in. And... This is the point in time where I was like, oh, I just need to do this, and I just need to do that, and I just need to do the other. And I can't do anything. I can't do any of that. And there was points in time where I couldn't make my body work. And I was like, I think this is like the two days together. The second day is always the worst. It's always harder. It's always more difficult to, to do. So maybe it's just that. Um... We will move on from this and come back because this that's how the week works. Uh, but yes, a couple of bad days, I would say. Um, had that realization last week. I know you. I know you'll get this a couple of weeks after Christmas. Um, but at this point in time, uh, we are the week before Christmas. Um, had a an interesting conversation today about how with this is the week before christmas because christmas is next monday and today is monday so this is the week before christmas um apparently not in everybody's world so that was an interesting conversation um i had a list of people left and i was like okay uh this person I'm going to get this item. No, can't get that item. For this person, I'm going to get... I have no idea. Oh, I know what I'm getting for this person. No, no, I don't. So I had this list of like four names. Um, and I was like... Oh, I've got a great idea. Uh, what about this? And it's been like that for weeks. Um, and I got to the point where I was that sick and tired of doing that all day, every day. It was consuming 
pretty much my every waking moment at one point I'm like what am I getting for this person and mainly I'd have like these long drawn out conversations about the ins and outs and the ups and downs and the do's and the don'ts of buying certain people certain gifts and coming up with no solution and it I think I started to go a little bit crazy at one point so in true me style in true me fashion I said there is only one solution for this problem the solution is this I am clearly not throwing enough money at it I sat there I looked at the people and I said, what does... So I started doing this thing where I was making these lists. I was like, what does this person like? And I was like, this person likes this and, and this and, and this and this and this. Um, what is their favourite thing on that list as far as I can see? And I was like, oh, it's this. Okay, so there is that person's favourite list of things. And that's their favourite on that list. So what can I get in that vein? Uh, but okay, of all the things I've found, this is the best. But it's also the best because it's the most expensive. However, I cannot do this anymore. So I'm just going to order that. Right, that is you done. You are now ticked off. I'll move on to the next person. Next person, what do you like? What do you? What's your favourite thing? Okay, this is your favourite thing. Okay, so what can I get for them in that vein, in that area? I can get this, but it's very expensive. I don't care. I just want it sorted. So basically, as with most situations and most, you know, solutions, as I like to say to people, I just threw money at this situation until it went away. I managed to take my list down from everybody on the list to one person. And I said, if I'm honest, I actually have a better idea what I can get for that one person. So I can put them to one side and just focus on the fact that I'm getting these things sorted. It was also the realisation that I had like a week left and had to factor in delivery times It was round about that point in time that I realised that of four people, one of them I was just going to basically say, I can sort you out easier than the other three. Of those three, one person's item will, arri <laughs> will arrive after they're not going to be around <laughs> for me to deliver it to them. One person's item will arrive after Christmas. And the third person's item may or may not actually exist. <laughs> so in my in my triumph, in my true throw money at the situation until it goes away, I actually managed to resolve 
nothing, ladies and gentlemen. Absolutely nothing. I thank you. I thank you. Um, every now and then, it's very rare, but every now and then, I will talk about music. Um, it's very difficult for me to talk about music, my kind of music, the sort of music that I like, the sort of music I listen to, because it's 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 very few and far between. It's very fleeting. Um, my musical tastes are very much stuck in the past. Um, there was a stand-up comedian, I think it was Chris Rock, had a theory about your musical taste is, is set in stone at a particular point in time. I won't go into that point in time. Either you know the joke or you can look it up. Um, my musical taste is stuck in the 90s and the 70s, mostly. Uh, other eras are available, however, not as much. Um, I still listen to music from those times and I listen to any new music that is produced by bands from particular eras. Um, as we know, recently, um, Skindred released an album. I believe I reviewed it. Uh, I spoke about uh, the most recent Metallica album. Um, I think I, I think I talked about like Ozzy's album at one point. Uh, things like that. Uh, sometimes when there's a band that released an album, oh, Machine Head. Machinehead's last album is one of their best albums ever. It is absolutely phenomenal. Uh, anyway, sometimes a band releases an album and I don't talk about it. That is more often than not a bad sign. Um, which brings me, funnily enough, to the band in question. Um, there is a band called Head P.E., the P stands for Planet Earth. If you know, you know. And if you don't, I doubt I can explain it to you. Um, and I was aware that they were uh, due to release a new album just before the end of the year. As it was, it was... It was like Wednesday or something. Um, now then, I believe the album is called Detox. Um, I saw a post... I follow them on social media. Um, if you really want a story, one day I'll tell you a story about how I met the lead singer of Head PE and it actually changed the course of my entire life. Um, but that's a story for another time. So, head, new Head PE album. Not long ago, they released an album. But it was an album of covers... And those covers, and I, I'm not going to sugarcoat it, were not good. Another band, I think it was Soil, released an album of covers, and they were fine. Um, every now and then, certain bands of a certain area will do a cover or a, a series of covers or whatever. Some of them are good, some of them are fine, and some of them are terrible. I tried to listen to the Head PE album that was just covers, and I just couldn't listen to it. I was like, what are we doing here? Also, and this is another one of those that I'm not going to sugarcoat. Head PE released an album a year, an album every 
couple of years, they are, you know, they release a lot of music. And going way back to the 90s, when they were, for want of a better way of putting it, good, they have been in this kind of, they'll release an album, it'll have a good track, a couple of good tracks, and the rest of the album is just generally, I don't want to say not good, it's just not what I personally want. Okay, saw a post literally a few days ago from Headpiece saying, got a new album coming out, and on this album we decided to have a little bit of fun, and we've gone, we've gone back, we've gone back to our roots, we've released this fun, old school album, uh, if you like the old stuff you'll really like it, and I went, I mean if that's true, that could be an absolute banger. I doubt it's true. However, I will take the time to make sure that when that album has been released, I will download it. I can also say, at that point in time, I had listened to some of the singles, and the singles were quite good. I enjoyed them. I was like, they're going to be the good tracks. It's as simple as that. Those will be the good tracks. The rest of the album will be fine to mediocre to not good. So, roll on, I think it was Wednesday. First thing in the morning, get the album downloaded, get it on straight away. First track plays, I'm like, yes please, that is absolutely what I'm looking for. Second track comes on, I'm like, ooh, more of the same, yes. I was like, that is going to be our lot. Um, I continue to listen to it. I had to turn off one part. I put it back on later. I listened to the rest. As as with any new album, as with any album, you don't really absorb it that first time. You know, you've got to give it another listen. So I was like, I'm going to give it another listen. I need to to re-listen to it, re-absorb it, retake it, and, you know, see what it's all about. Listen to it the second time. I was like, do you know something? I like that. That was good. I I enjoyed that. A little while later in the day, I was like, I'm, I I fancy listening to that again. Gonna give it another spin. Popped it on again. Away we go. It 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 got to the point where I knew something had gone a little haywire because I put it on to listen to in the gym. Now I don't listen to music in the gym. I'm not one of those people. I listen to podcasts when I'm in the gym. And I also listen to it when I walk the dog. Again, I don't listen to music when I walk the dog. I listen to audiobooks. And then I got to the back end of the day and I realised that I was actually just putting the album on again for the fifth time that day going, what what is happening here? I have listened to that album solid for nearly a week. And... I can say this, it is an absolute banger of an album. It begs to be played loud. And I don't mean like, oh, turn it up a bit. I mean, at the point it starts punching you in the chest, 
That, my dear, is the point in time that you've got it loud enough. When you feel your heart vibrating, yeah, then it's loud enough. I know this from experience. Um, as I always say at these, at these times when I talk about music, which is very, very rare, it's nice to see a band that can still say, you know, effort, we're going to do this. Some of the bands that are releasing albums now that have been going for 10, 20, 30 more years, some of those bands are releasing some of the best albums they've ever released now. Which, in some ways, seems super weird. In other ways, seems like, well, surely that's what you should be doing if you've been doing it for 30 years. Surely you should be, you know, a bit of a dab hand at it at this point. So, is that not the case? Um, it's one of those, I have told anybody who will give me the time of day to listen to me about how much of a banger this album is. I'm now telling you guys, I don't expect anybody listening to this to rush out and listen to it or download it or whatever. But, I mean, give it a spin. Um, I want to talk about the phenomena that is known as the school fair. Something struck me the other day. Um, my daughter's school did a Christmas fair. Something, I sort of realised something that I, I just... The more I think about it, the less I feel comfortable with. Um, so, let's break down the school Christmas fair. Children who attend the school make products. Those products are to then be sold at the school fair. Those children are not paid for their time. Now then, how do child labour laws come into effect here? Oh, it's okay because those children are at school? Yeah, well, that's, that's okay. But they're not learning a trade. They're not going out to become, you know, biscuit makers or chocolate tree makers, or pine cone Christmas tree decoration makers. The, the one stall that I was like, how does this one work? Pick a square. If, if your square has been highlighted previously, you win a prize from a bag. Those bags have got alcohol in. How many kids do you suppose I saw playing that game that nobody bat an eyelid at? Not a single person bat an eyelid at that one. I'm like, uh, excuse me, can we talk about the legalities here? So, your, your child makes a product that they are not paid for their time and services. So, you know, we're not talking about child labour anymore, are we? We're talking about that other word. So, 
Those products then go to the Christmas fair. And then we drum up excitement by constantly going on about the Christmas fair through the app, through the newsletter, through smoke signals, through semaphore, through any means of communication. Pretty sure at one point they were beaming it directly into my brain. Don't forget Christmas fair on Friday. How could I possibly forget? You mention it nine times a day. I have three children at that school. Three different teachers. Christmas fair on Friday. Not to mention every other teacher in the building. Christmas fair on Friday. It's almost like they're, I don't know, getting something out of it. So, fast forward to the lesser mentioned Christmas fair. It's almost like it was almost a surprise that anyone turned up because how would they know? You go in, you take your hard earned cash. Remember to take cash, obviously. And in you go to buy the buns that were made by a child. Uh, you buy some of the bought cakes that were donated by parents. Uh, you can buy the cakes that were donated by other parents. Um, you can play some games if you want. Those games were pretty much as you'd expect. You can buy products. So we've gone away from the baking section, which let's face it, that's the only reason that anybody is there. And we can move on to the, the products that have been made. Do you want a pine cone that's been that's had some sticky eyes stuck on them? Do you want some wrapping homemade wrapping paper? If you do, you can part you can buy it, pay your money that goes into the 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 school's coffers. Hmm. Okay. Let's chart this, shall we? While my children are at school, supposedly getting an education, we have stopped their education so they can make products. They are not paid for this. They are not rewarded in any way. They're not getting an education at this point, and they're not making any money at this point. Now then, as a conversation I had today, if I ask my child, any of my children, to wash the car... Am I going to pay them for doing that? The answer is yes, by the way, in case you're wondering. Okay. So, moving on. Those products are then sold to the parents, some of which will have provided either cakes or materials or whatever. That money goes into the school. We're not entirely sure how or why or where. Can't imagine that it's spent on the staff room tea and biscuits. Uh, it goes into the school. School fund for school things. We don't know what those things are. We don't know how much money was made because that's still not been mentioned yet. And uh, we don't know how that money is going to be distributed made off the back of our children making those products that 
that they didn't get paid for. Um, can someone look up the child labour laws and let me know how they work? I was saying something today, I was like, Christmas fair. All the things that go into it, all the things around it, we just accept. And recently, I'm starting to think that maybe we shouldn't. There was this thing a little while ago, I may have talked about it on the podcast, where there was this whole thing about me taking cakes to the cake, they're doing a cake sale. And I took a large amount of cakes that I had purchased to the cake place. And I was like, these are for my children, from me to them, for them to sell at the cake thing. My children knew nothing about it. They had no idea that I'd taken any cakes and dropped them off. The cakes I took in were good. They were good cakes. So they went immediately. They were the first ones to go. They were the first ones sold. They couldn't get them out of the building fast enough. They couldn't open the boxes fast enough to get them out fast enough to sell them fast enough. I then had to buy other cakes for my children. So at this point, what had originally cost me 20 quid was now starting to creep up to cost me 30 quid. And I said, this is the last time I will do this. In future, if you mention to me that there is a cake sale on, I'll give you a tenner and save myself the trouble. I can tell you this much here and now. Next time there's a Christmas fair, I'll be saying we're not going because I didn't think it was very good. There. I said it. That and the fact that I'm like, explain this to me again. Anyway. Been dealing with a small parenting dilemma. Um, I'm starting to wonder if my if my eldest has reached that age where I don't want to spend time with a dad, and I'm like, how the flip am I supposed to deal with this? This is not this is not okay. This was not on the cards. This was not part of the agenda I said to her I was like hey Christmas week how about me and you go um, and climb in the morning just me and you me and you never do anything you know we don't we don't do stuff like that together so how about me and you do that I think it'd be nice I think it'd be novel her response was well I'd be there like no, Ed won't be there because the place doesn't open until nine. He'll be at work. She was like, oh, I'm good, thanks. I was like, um, okay, but I thought we could go and, and do a thing, me and you, together. Go and do, you know, like we used to, do things together, me and you. Nah, I'm good, thanks. Okay. At one point, I was going on about how much... 
I was being a being an ass about it, but I was like, you know, oh, my children don't want to spend any time with me. <laughs> and a voice from the <laughs> I was in the kitchen, and a voice from the dining room <laughs> floated through, and all I heard was, "I want to spend time with you." I was like, "Ah, oh, bless you, darling. I want to spend time with you as well." So then I was like, "Hey, how about me and you go for a climb on that day?" She was like, "Yeah, sure." So me and my middle daughter, we're gonna go and rock it, you know. That's that's that thing in it. If you've got all these kids, when one of them doesn't want to spend time with you, you have to replace them with another. I think that's how it works, isn't it? Um, no, I, <laughs> the majority of what I've said there is a joke, people, ladies and gentlemen. Um, that is me trying to make light of a situation that I'm quite upset about, and I'm quite, I'm a little bit hurt, and I'm a bit like, I don't. <sighs> I don't want this. You want them to grow up and you want them to grow and you want them to be big and you want them to be independent. You want them to be all of the things. But when they actually do any of those things, you're like, oh, no, let's not. And I want, you know, you want them to be small and you want them to need you and you want them to be like, oh, dad, you know. Sometimes I miss the days of, oh, dad, play with me oh you know can we do this together and oh let's make a jigsaw and oh let's play with you know pl- let's play with these cars and let's you know some of those are just random examples but and obviously me being me i, I took it i took it to land i was like do you think she doesn't want to spend time with me she was like you, you have to understand she's she's getting to that age now where maybe she doesn't want to spend time with you. Maybe she's like, you know, maybe it's not cool. And I'm like, yeah, but I never thought that was going to be a thing. She's like, you just got to understand that there might, there, there may very well actually come a time where she doesn't want to spend time with you. <laughs> I was a bit like, I'm not prepared for that. <sighs> Anywho, um, as I said before, we would come back to a subject because that's how the week works. So, Saturday, I go up, I walk the dog, and then I get myself over to meet up with uh, the work colleague slash friend I've been running with on a Saturday morning. We set out to do a four-mile run. We romped home at 4.3 miles, his longest ever run. Uh, and I got a load of achievements for it, so I was I was happy with that. Boom, that's how you start your day. Got over to climbing, reasonable time, got in, got changed, got sorted. And we're off. Go down and look at the new stuff, have no interest in actually trying or attempting or doing the new stuff, because that's not what it's about. It's just nice to go and see what's there, see what's available. And then I set about the task of trying to find something that I could actually climb. And that's when I had the realisation that uh, apparently there isn't anything. Um, and I kept walking past the, the the route that has defeated me and has taken my precious confidence. What little confidence I had, as they say. Uh, I've ref- I'm referring to this time as a crisis of confidence. Um, 
Honestly, I couldn't do anything. Routes that I've done in the past, routes that I've done easily, routes that I've managed with and, and been able to do and capable of doing, couldn't do any of it. Couldn't start routes, couldn't get off the ground, nothing. I'm walking backwards and forwards, like my coffee was at the wrong end of the room, I'm walking backwards and forwards. And I'm not gonna I'm not gonna lie, I'm not gonna sugarcoat this. I was holding back tears for probably an hour. I was like I think this is the end. I think this is me done and um I got this thing, you know, this isn't this isn't too much of a part of it, but I was like, um Lan's doing really well with the climbing, she's really um just yeah just dominating it doing really well with it i was like maybe this is one of those activities that ultimately it's not for me and i've given it a good go and i've given it a good try but where i am in my life right now um i've got some body issues um i think i'm kind of fat shaming myself while simultaneously Working against my, you know, there's a lot, there's a lot of stuff going on at the moment. Um, I think it's one of those things. It's that time of year. You know, I was looking around the office when I was there today, thinking, why is December just that? It's just all about food. It's just all about food. There's food everywhere in the office. Um. <laughs> I was like, maybe it's time to hang up the shoes, hang up the chalk, and just say, you guys go on without me. I've had my time, and I've tried, and it's just not for me. Um, and I was like, maybe that's it. Maybe that's fine. Maybe that's okay. Um, and then weirdly, randomly, in the middle of all this, I tried to climb something and uh, couldn't do it, but I got close. So I had a little, like, a couple of minutes away from it. I went back and I climbed it and I managed to do it. And I was like, oh, my God, look, I, I, I've managed to do it. I've managed to achieve it. Maybe, you know, maybe the life, maybe there's life in the old dog yet kind of thing. Uh, that was very fleeting because then I went to try other things and just I just couldn't do it. Um, and that's basically where it ended I, there was a point where I took myself away to go and get a drink I got a drink I came back and I ended up talking to a guy who um, had been at um, some park runs that I'd done um, and he was asking me about my dog um, and then the next thing it was time to leave so I was a bit like that could be another sign you know I was, I was happier to have a coffee and a chat than I was to actually attempt to climb anything because I think I kind of knew what the outcome would have been so where we are now monday night uh, i'll be there in theory touch wood as long as nothing you know bad happens in theory i'll be there wednesday morning i think i've kind of resigned myself in my head that i either need to i either need to poop or get off the pot as they said in clerks um I think I need to either knuckle down and get it done or I think I need to make that that decision to say 
I, I think we're done here. Um, so, you know, stay tuned for that. That's the week. Now, what I will say is a, a, a fair amount of other stuff to talk about. Um, I've seen two films, both new. One of those was even at the cinema. Uh, a couple of episodes of a TV show and some computer games. So let's get into it. Um, I watched the Sly documentary. Didn't realise that it was a movie documentary rather than the uh, Arnie one, which was a series of episodes. I think it was like three episodes, whereas the Sly one was just one continuous movie. Which I, however, watched as... I may have watched it in two parts. Um, say what you want. Say it however you want about Sylvester Sloan. But if you go back to the point in time where he was doing the first Rocky, you can't argue with that level of dedication. You can't argue with a man who will, who is prepared to put his entire non-existent career on the line and say I have enough faith and belief in my ability to be able to do this and because of that I'm going to say no to absolutely everything you offer me other than the leading role um, and as I always say to people let's not forget Sylvester Stallone, Oscar winner. You know, Sylvester Stallone won an Oscar for the first Rocky. I think it's a screenwriting Oscar, but it's absolutely an Oscar. Um, very much went through one of those, his career up to Rocky, his career after Rocky. Uh, kind of like the peaks and troughs. I think it took him a little while to realise for want of a better way of putting it, that he probably needed to stay in his own lane. So there's, you know, the Rocky films, there's the Rambo movies, a um, couple of other things here and there, and then basically hitting pay dirt, jackpot, whatever, uh, with, uh, with the Expendables franchise. Um, didn't overly realise about some of the... Um, Things that he's put his body through and some of the surgeries he's had to go through because of it. That was a bit of a... Oh, wow. Um, it was good. It was enjoyable. Uh, part of me feels it was a little bit taken away. Like the Arnie one was very much... This was the bodybuilding part of my career. This was the movie-making part of my career. This was the, the, the politics part of my career. One, two, three. Whereas Slides was just like, this is my life. And it didn't... Weirdly, it didn't feel like his whole life. It was just like, here's where I was. Then I did Rocky. Then I did some other stuff. Then I realised that I should just do Rocky and Rambo and stuff. Uh, and then I did Expendables. That's kind of that, really. And it was a bit like, oh, there wasn't more to that. Um, some of the interesting things about how the Rocky films uh, reflect his life and his feelings at the time, which I thought was quite good, quite interesting. Um, so yeah, it was good. It was definitely worth a watch. Absolutely worth a watch. 
Um, so, cinema yesterday. I was supposed to go to the cinema, uh, not on my own, and ended up going on my own. Uh, which is, you know, it's just just life now. I've resigned myself to this being life for me. Um, I went to see the film Godzilla Minus One. Uh, I had a very limited release. Uh, but I definitely, I was like, yeah, I definitely want to see that at the cinema. Um, it's, for anybody that doesn't know, it's the uh, the Japanese version of Godzilla. Uh, it had subtitles and everything, so there was reading involved. Um, and the way it's done is, the, the going all the way back to the rubber suit days of Godzilla, this is kind of like a modernised version of that. So there are times that it feels very much like you're still watching a man in a rubber suit. And there are other times where it feels like you're watching the Hollywood blockbuster version of nowadays Godzilla. Um, story being that Japan is just trying to recover from the Second World War and the devastation of the Second World War. Just about the point in time that they're getting starting to get back on their feet, Godzilla turns up. And this is not the oh, I'll help you, little girl, because I'm I'm a secret good guy. This is the Godzilla that turns up to destroy Japan. Godzilla. And his heat breath, laser breath, whatever you want to call it, uh in in Previous things, it's been like a like a blast of of heat or whatever. When he fires it in this, it's like firing a nuclear warhead. Um, it's so powerful that it damages him, but he has the ability to um, to regenerate, which I thought was quite interesting. Uh, there's a variety of characters. There's a little family situation going on. The family was. Uh, I think in a lot of ways the family aspect was designed to pull at the heartstrings. There was a couple of points where I was I felt myself getting a bit like, oh, I don't know, uh, I don't know if I'm going to be able to hold this one together. It's very dusty in here, kind of situation. Um, There's a a guy and a woman and a, and a little girl and a little girl, super super cute little girl, just like <laughs> they obviously had her like they'd be like, oh, you need to cry at this point in time. So she was doing this like particular way of crying, which was hilarious because obviously with the direction she's been given is you need to cry but also quite sad at the same <laughs> at the same time um and there was a couple of points that she said a couple of things and i was like oh man that one that one punches her right in the feels um so yeah yeah it was a, it was really good i really enjoyed it um there's a couple of points that it got a bit slow um i find um especially nowadays being a being a dad it's difficult to stay awake through <laughs> through a lot of things um so if a film gets slow there's reading involved you get a bit like glad i brought a coffee with me um that sort of thing um it was very good i am pretty sure they put a bit in it. I'm sure at some point there was a meme about Godzilla actually just being a cat. And I think they may, for for just for fun, put in the Godzilla cat meme as part of the film. Uh, it was very good. 
Um, very good film, very enjoyable. Um, I would certainly, I'd certainly watch it again. Um, TV show. Started watching a TV show, and I've got I want many other TV shows to watch, which I find is interesting at the moment. Started watching the TV show uh, Obliterated on Netflix. I've watched the first two episodes. Premise being, special ops team go to stop a nuclear bomb being detonated in Las Vegas. They succeed, they seize the bomb, and they go, that's that, mission over, we're in Las Vegas, let's get crazy. And they get real crazy. A lot of drink, a lot of drugs. And then they get a phone call, and the phone call is, hey, that bomb that you got, it was fake, the real bomb is still out there. Can you get it for us? And they're like, we are nine different types of wasted. Yes, we can absolutely get that bomb for you. So it's the uh, the fun and frolics of that kind of situation. Um, it's been very entertaining. The first two episodes are very good. I spoke to somebody today who had said that they were also watching it and they were enjoying it. Um, very much one of those where I'm like, I will watch more when I get round to it, which at the moment is just a baffling concept to say when I get round to it is kind of like me going, I'm definitely not getting to that anytime soon. Um, you know, stay tuned for that. Uh, as far as VR is concerned, I'm still playing the game after the fall. Um, did one of those going back a couple of levels to try and get some upgrades to try and finish the last level of the game which I did and I was like yay I've done it and then I started looking at some stuff and then I started reading some stuff online and I was like I'm pretty sure I've got the version of the game that has some sort of DLC for free because there's these extra missions uh, the game doesn't tell you to go and play them which is a bit strange they're just there on the mission map when last night and gave a couple of those well they were a lot of fun um one of the problems i've got is that i'm struggling to unlock weapons and upgrades i'm finding that i'm doing entire missions and at the end it's like you've unlocked a stock for a gun that you already own a barrel for a gun you already own it i haven't unlocked a gun in a good while uh, I did unlock a massive machine gun. Couldn't afford to buy it. Um, so it was a bit strange. I have read some stuff today that says, oh, you actually need to go to these specific places to get new weapons. Once you've done it, you unlock them. However, I know from experience that there have been a couple of points where I've got the some of these weapons. And although you can claim those weapons as yours... You don't unlock them in the machines, which allow you to build upgrades. So you end up with like a base model of a gun that kind of isn't unlocked. Hard to explain unless you've played it. Um, did see a thing today for a way to generate more money. And I do wonder if having more money means that I can just unlock all the upgrades that are available. However, I did see a thing that did say if you finish quote-unquote finish the game you can unlock all the weapons so there's a lot going on there and a lot to unpick 
Uh, my um, Christmas VR list is extensive, so this time next week is Christmas Day. So don't think there'll be a podcast. Oh, I didn't think about that, actually. Yeah. Could be a problem. Anyway, stay tuned for that. Finally, I say finally, it was coming a bit of a bit of a bumper episode, this one. Finally, some PlayStation games. Um not a lot to talk about because one game is just I want to pass it mention. Tried to play Spider-Man 2 to do the new game plus. And uh, new game plus doesn't exist. Because they haven't released it yet. Because I'll tell you something, that one's not getting tiresome at all. New Game Plus should be a staple in all games of a particular type from release. That game has been out a while now, and apparently New Game Plus isn't coming until next year. Absolutely ridiculous. That is just madness. Um, so I just wanted to give a mention to that. I think that's particularly poor, if I'm honest. Uh, I got a closed beta for the game Skull and Bones. Ubisoft's answer to pirate games that nobody asked for. Um, the story goes like this. Off the back of Assassin's Creed Black Flag, and around about the time that um, Sea of Thieves was being released, Ubisoft were like, hey, pirate games are big, let's make a pirate game. Ten years later, they decide now's the time to look at releasing it, so they've done a beta. A friend of mine hooked me up with codes for the beta. I got it installed. Uh, having spent a day not being able to get into it, and as we know, you know, betas have only a few days to be played, uh, I did manage to get into it last night, and boy... Was I disappointed. End of the day, nobody's asking for pirate games at this point in time. And nobody's asking for terribly designed, very confusing, multiplayer with cross-platform nonsense pirate games. Um, the person who hooked me up with the code sent me a news article today saying uh, most players of the beta logged out after an hour and never went back. Yep, put me in that category. I played it for a little while. It, I, it wanted me to do a mission. I did it. It wanted me to do another mission. I went, do you know what? I think I'm good, thanks. Uh, definitely won't be picking that up at release, so it was good that I got a chance to play the beta. Uh, and in the same sort of vein of the beta, I uh, I downloaded the Tekken 8 demo. Now then. A little bit of a mixed past with this. Um, believe it or believe it not, I have a Tekken tattoo. My first ever tattoo was a Tekken tattoo. Came from Tekken 3. So, like I said, I'm playing, I played the Tekken 8 demo. So, you know, it's been a while. Uh, Tekken 3 was fantastic. It was wonderful. It was brilliant. Tekken Bowling, amazing. Um, 
did reach a point where it was, there was very little Tekken of the of the fighting variety being played, and a lot more of the bowling variety being played. Um, and I think there was a point I tried to play another Tekken game at another point, and was just like, I mean, this is basically unplayable. End of the day, you give me a demo for something, I'm going to give it a play. And that's what I did. And yeah, my opinion hasn't really changed. I don't I don't see any real difference between fighting games that come out now and fighting games that came out 30 years ago. I really don't I just don't see much of a difference. It's it, it's always going to be button bashing. If you learn some of the moves, you might be okay. If you play someone who is 1% better than you, it's basically game over. I don't overly see the point. Now then, I know somebody's going to go, pretty sure you were talking a few weeks back about playing the UFC game, UFC 4 or whatever it was. Yes, I absolutely was, and I thoroughly enjoyed that. Uh, because it's not your standard fighting game. I play the demo. Uh, you get like the first level, or the first couple of levels. It was fine... But what I'll say is this: at no point in time did I fell did I feel like I understood how to win. It's like, oh, you could do this combo or this move or use this special move or use this special power ability or any of this. And I'm like, okay, does any of it mean that I'm going to win though? Because if not, what does? And the game couldn't really tell me, so I was a bit like, eh. Whatevs. Another game all went by, but at least I got to have a go. That, ladies and gentlemen, is the end of the podcast. And uh, yeah, I will catch you next time. So there you go. What do you think of that? Another one done. Another one gone. Another week gone. Another nearly year gone. Might be a year gone by the time you listen to this. Who knows? Big thank you for watching, big thank you for listening, big thank you for being here. If I can thank you, maybe, for something you might do if I ask you nicely, please do consider like, share, subscribe, and comment. Leave a review where you can leave a review, and yeah, check out the website, thecookiecast.com. There we've got social media links and an email button, that way you can get in touch with us. That's it for this one, Till next time I'm going to say bye, and I'll see you then. Thank you for listening to this episode of QuickieCast.